Hi, I'm David. And I'm Erin. And this is The Travel Bros. So in today's episode, before we start off and talk about the best national parks in different U.S. states, we have our first sponsor. So our sponsor for today is Podscribe. So what is Podscribe? Podscribe makes it very easy to transcribe any of your podcast episodes. So this is very helpful because either if you just want to read your podcast episode or your hard of hearing, you can simply look on Podscribe and read the episode. So to go to the Travel Bros official Podscribe page, the easiest way to do that is go to go onto Aaron's and my official website, thetravelbrospodcast.com, and under sidebar widgets, we have a link to Podscribe. Exactly. So if you'd like to start a podcast, we highly recommend you use Podscribe. Even if you have a pre-existing one, definitely use this service. So they can also have a really cool feature where they can embed the transcript onto your website. So this is very important, guys. If you say that you came from the Travel Bros, Uh, when you contact them, you will receive your entire backlog transcribed. So do not forget to say that you came from the Travel Bros. Exactly. And thank you so much, Podscribe, for making our transcripts possible. You can also check out their website just by going to podscribe.ai. So Aaron, could you please start us off with our fun fact for today? Absolutely. So the famous geyser Old Faithful, located in Yellowstone National Park, was discovered in 1872. Yellowstone National Park was the world's first national park, which is crazy. Now, David, did you know that Yellowstone was the world's first? I didn't even know it was the United States' first national park, but when I heard that news, that really surprised me. Did you know that? No, I didn't, because like, you know, in school, we always learn about the famous guys are old faithful and we learn about Yellowstone. So I definitely knew it was old, but I did not know. I I didn't learn or I didn't know either that it was the United States and the world's first national park. I think that's crazy. So Aaron, could you start us off with Washington State? Absolutely. So Before we start off with all of our states and the national parks for today, we'd just like to tell y'all that with each state that we mention, we're going to be mentioning two national parks. And just because we mentioned two does not mean there's only two in the entire state. We just chose the top two in our opinions. So starting off with Washington State, one of the most beautiful places on earth, there are two great national parks. The first one is called Olympic National Park. This national park is located within the mountains of Washington and has some of the cleanest stream water you can find on earth. The water flows from the top of the mountain where the snow melts during the warm one warm months, I'm sorry. The views at this location are impossible to match at any other place around the world. The second gorgeous park in Washington is called North Cascades. This area is home to a variety of animals such as bears, wolves, and mountain goats. One of the most beautiful lakes on earth is in this national park. The lake has the most blue waters that you will ever see, even more blue than the ocean, which is super surprising. The best time to go to North Cascades Park is in the spring when it is still cold, but it's nice to walk around because of all the views and animals that are out at that time. So, so something David, what that, do you think about that? Well, I mean, I think that's really cool. But the main thing that struck me, which is what you just said, is that the first one Olympic National Park you said has some of, not the, but some of the uh, cleanest springs, stream, 
streams on earth, excuse me. I went to Iceland last summer and in Iceland, you just take a cup, take a bottle of water, fill it up from the streams and you can just drink right out of it because of how purified it is. So it struck me that you can also do that in some parts of Washington state because I know Iceland is very unique for that reason because you can barely do that in any other parts of the world. So mm -hmm. that, that struck me. So now we're gonna talk about two national parks in California. I chose these two national parks for two reasons. First of all, because I've been to these two. And second of all, because I honestly think these are the two coolest ones in the entire state. So the first one is called Mirror Woods. Mirror Woods is such a beautiful place where you can go to see many redwoods, which I believe is the biggest kind of tree in the world. It has been protected by the government since 1908. And you can always find new things to do here at Mirror Woods. You can go hiking, you can do so many things, and it's just really a beautiful place. Now, the second national park is one that you probably know already, and the thing is, I've always known it was a really cool place we can go see, but I didn't know that it was considered a national park, which I thought was crazy, and this is Alcatraz Island. So, as you guys know, Alcatraz used to be a maximum security federal penitentiary and is now such a cool museum that you can visit. Now, the main famous thing, again, you guys probably know this about Alcatraz, is that two people, two or three people escaped. And even though no one thought it was impossible because Alcatraz Island is an island, of course, to this day, no one knows. And this is a fact. No one knows what happened to the escapees. It's really creepy, but it's very interesting. The night before we went to Alcatraz, we watched Escape from Alcatraz, which is the movie about them escaping. And it was really creepy. But it, I honestly think it's crazy um, about to this day, no one knows where they are. Do you think that's cool? I think that's really cool, but at the same time, it's really creepy to think about how these people could still be out there and we would never know because they maybe just made their way to a different continent or a different country. And it's actually really interesting to think about because generally you would be like, oh, a lot of people like think, well, Alcatraz is basically impossible to escape from, but under these small circumstances, we have no trace of what happened to these people, and I think it's really cool. But David, I have the thing that you said earlier actually really caught my attention because of the redwood trees. Now, I heard redwood trees are like super, super tall, like over 300 feet, and I've also heard that you can fit a car in, in a redwood tree if you cut a hole in it. Is that true? I mean, in some redwood trees, not all, but in some, I'm, I don't know for a fact, but yeah, that's probably true because I've seen many and they're huge, like absolutely enormous. So I'm sure that's right, Aaron, because redwood trees are huge. Um, yeah, that's honestly crazy. So Aaron, can you talk about national parks in Michigan? Because I know that Michigan can get very cold. So yeah, Michigan can be very cold in the winter, but the summertime is the best time to go to Pictured Rocks National Park. This national park is amazing to go kayaking or canoeing on. With clear waters, you can see up to 20 feet below you. If you choose to do water activities here, you can go under and through coves or boulder structures. If you are very adventurous, cliff diving is also an option at this location. Pictured Rocks is not the only national park in Michigan that has blue waters and cliff sides. A very similar area is called Isle Royale National Park. Isle Royale, in Isle Royale, you can actually go on amazing hikes and see amazing views. Not only do they have those activities, but you can do the same as what you could do in the previous national park I mentioned, and you can go cliff jumping or cliff diving, which is really cool. 
After jumping in the water, you will not only feel refreshed, but you'll be able to admire the gorgeous views around you. Just don't go swimming in the winter months because it can get below freezing there all the time in the winter, but not only that, sometimes in very rare cases, it can go below zero. So just avoid this area until summer. No, actually, Aaron, it's not very rare. In Michigan, it's not rare to go below zero. They actually go below zero a lot. And if you're below 32, the lake will, the entire Great Lake will freeze. So you obviously can't go swimming in the winter months because it's very dangerous to go swimming in a frozen lake. But I think the whole thing about Michigan is really cool. I think that the fact that you can go cliff jumping in both of these locations is just crazy. And I've always wanted to go cliff jumping. That's something that's definitely on my bucket list. How about you? Yeah, I've always wanted to go cliff jumping. This is kind of off topic, but David and I were in Bermuda. Uh, that was awesome. Oh, uh-huh, that was that. amazing. And we were hoping that we could end up going cliff jumping off some of the rocks. But there were two reasons we couldn't do it. One, because they were really hard to get to. And two, because it was very dangerous since the rocks were super sharp and it was very shallow. Yeah. So now we're going to move on to Nevada. So the first national park in Nevada is called Death Valley National Park. It's a really intimidating and creepy name, but don't get me wrong. This park is really cool. So this national park is actually one of the most distinguished national parks in the entire U.S. So the reason for this is because this park is located within California and Nevada. So it runs along the Sierra Nevada mountain range. And here you will see the Great Basin and the Mojave Deserts. It also has one of the highest verified temperatures on Earth. Wow. So I think the fact that it has one of the highest verified temperatures on Earth is crazy, and it's just beyond me. So the second amazing national park in Nevada is called the Great Basin National Park. So in this national park, um, it's located in a certain valley, and it was established in 1986, so it's relatively new compared especially to Yellowstone. So this park is 77,100 acres of land, which is an insane amount. As of 2015, an average of over 116,000 tourists visit the Great Basin National Park every year. This is a national park that you don't want to miss. Erin, what do you think of that? Like the first one, how it's in California and Nevada, and how the second one has over over 77,000 acres of land. Well, I think both of the national parks are humongous, and I think they're on the larger side of national parks. But what really caught my attention was Death Valley and how it has some of the highest temperatures ever recorded. Now, the reason that's really interesting to me is because I know they have a actual, they have a marathon or something similar to a marathon there every year where people will jog or run, or you can even walk for those who are less competitive, but generally it's a hundred and it can be up to 120 degrees Fahrenheit, which is really insane. And I would definitely not be willing to do anything similar to that because it's hard enough to run in Texas heat when it's 90 degrees, but to run in 120 degree weather is not not very possible for the majority of humans on this earth. But in reality, it's really cool how they can have that um, yearly event that happens in that Death Valley. Did you know that happened, David? I actually didn't. I'm surprised you knew, but yeah, you're right. I don't think I could. It's hard enough, as you said, to run in 90 degree weather, but there's just no way that I could run in 120 degree weather. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. In a state, now we're going to be kind of maneuvering from hot to cold. So 
we're going to be talking about Minnesota. Minnesota has the Grand Portage National Park, which has several waterfalls, monuments, and old-timey villages. Grand Portage is filled with history dating back to the early 1800s. Grand Portage also has a lake that you can swim in, but it is not recommended since it is very cold all year round. North Country National Park has a very unique uh, like design or it's there can't really be a design for a national park, but y'all know what I mean. A very cool type of infrastructure um, because of all the rigged cliff structures and all of that. And they also have a lot of old timey structures that, as I said before, come from the early 1800s. Now, the North Country National Park is also really cool because it can get very cold in the winter, but they also have really cool hiking areas where you can just go through the well-maintained forests. And the reason I'm saying well-maintained is because they actually keep it in very good condition for tourists who want to walk around the area in the winter and the summertime. So David, I've never heard of a actual maintained national park. And they, I've heard that they actually take it so far there as mowing the grass in that area. What do you think about how well they can keep that area for tourists? I think it's really cool. I think that if you're a park owner, you should always maintain your park. I think that's one of the most important things to do so that people keep coming and people don't get bored. And, you know, having a well-maintained park is just really, really important. So the last state that we're going to talk about now is Oregon. Now, Oregon has some really cool national parks. So the first national park is Oregon. Um, in Oregon, it's, it's called Crater Lake. Now, 7,700 years ago, Native Americans were here to see this national park's formation. So this is actually the deepest lake in the USA and one of the prettiest lakes on earth. So many people come to this incredible place, national park, just to look at the lake. And they're just in awe when they stare at it. This is definitely one of the prettiest national parks and lakes in the world and in the U.S. So now the last national park in Oregon that we will be talking about is actually called Lewis and Clark. In this national park, you really get to see how the native people here in the U.S. used to live. There's honestly just so much that you can do at Lewis and Clark. And I think it's crazy that there's a national park where you can just see how native people live here, lived here. Um, this national park is really, really cool. Um, I think that the fact that we had an entire podcast episode just devoted to national parks is really awesome. And thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, this was The Travel Post. Thank you.